is Captain Max, Episode 2, The Plexbot Battle. Captain Max and her crew were headed to a trading post to do some business when the ship's alarms rang out. Number one, report, demanded Max. The ship has just picked up an emergency beacon from Cultivy, replied number one. Cultivy, that boring old farming planet, asked Max. What's their problem? The planet is reporting that they are now under the control of the Plex Brothers, replied number one. Oh, come on, yelled Max. Those guys are awful. Who are the Plex Brothers? asked Ted. They're notorious pirate robots who don't know when to quit, said Max. No matter how many times they're defeated, they keep popping up all over the galaxy. Three robot brothers, each with his own ship and his own crew and his own awful plans. Normally I'd steer clear of those bozos, but it sounds like Cultivy needs our help. Setting course to Cultivy, said number one. Speed 10. In no time, Max and her crew neared planet Cultivy. On their view screen, they could see the three Plex Brothers ships all floating out in space around the planet. Once they were within range of communication, Max opened up a channel. One of the Plex Brothers accepted her call, and his big robot pirate face appeared on the view screen. What are you doing here, Plex? Max barked at the robot. Well, if it isn't little Max Crashwell, said the robot. Come to save the day, no doubt. Well, I wouldn't need to save anything if you and your tin-head brothers would stop all your space bullying, said Max. Oh, no, you've got us all wrong, Max. There's nothing here to save. Not one shot has been fired. Not one laser has been patchouled. Me and me brothers are merely helping Cultivy manage their resources, that's all. Helping them manage their resources by taking their crops and selling them and keeping most of the profits? Asked Captain Max. Perhaps, replied Plex with a devious grin. And we agree to keep them safe from ruffians like you. Now, you leave the system, or we'll blast you into space dust. The communication link closed, and Max and her crew watched as the Plex brothers' three ships all slowly turned and moved toward the star cutter. Number one began, Captain, I calculate a point zero zero two percent chance of succeeding in battle against the Plex Brothers' ships. I recommend... Oh, I know, I know, those three ships would blast us into space dust, just like he said. Any suggestions? Captain Max asked her crew. Ted tapped his computer screen to scan the approaching ships. Captain, I'm not seeing any capabilities for those three ships to land on planets. Also, they don't have much in the way of ship-to-land attack capabilities, said Ted. Tell me why that matters, Ted, barked Max. Well, if we can boost down to the planet's surface, we'll be relatively safe. We could land and power down the ship so the Plex brothers would have trouble tracking us. Each Plex ship features a crew of 25 robot pirates, mentioned number one. Those robots could be sent to the planet's surface to find us. Well, that's true, but if we can get the help of the people living on Cultivy, we'd outnumber those pirate robots a hundred to one, said Ted. So your idea is to count on the fighting abilities of a planet full of farmers, yelled Captain Max to Ted. 
My idea is to count on your leadership and our ability to use the resources we've got to kick the Plex brothers out of this system, said Ted. They may just be farmers, but this is their planet, and we can help them defend it. Ugh, said Max. Your positivity annoys me, Ted, but you're right. Fine. Number one, make like we're leaving the system, but once we're on the other side of Cultivy, max out the thrusters and set us down somewhere on planet, got it? I got it said number one. Keep in mind, there is no way to do this without the Plex Brothers noticing. Yeah, just do it without the Plex Brothers blasting us out of the sky and we'll be fine, said Max. Number one messaged the Plex Brothers, telling them that the Star Cutter would be leaving the system. Their ship floated around to the other side of the planet and then number one cranked up the thrusters to max power and the ship rocketed down to the surface. The Plex brothers noticed Max's ship flying down to the surface and they fired lasers at the Star Cutter. Thanks to Number One's evasive maneuvers, he dodged the laser blasts and soon they landed in a large open field on the surface of the planet Cultivy. All right, Number One, power down the entire ship so the Plex pirates can't track us, said Max. Lala, you stay here with the ship. Everyone else prepare to meet some locals. A few minutes later, the crew was waiting near the boarding ramp of the ship. Everyone ready, said Max. She looked back and saw number one in his squad of robots numbered two through five. Robots two, three, four, and five were linked electronically to number one, and they stood waiting for his orders. And behind them was Ted. Ted, what are you holding? asked Max. Oh, thanks for asking. This is my kindest little kitty named Mr. Pancake. I thought it would be a sign of friendship to bring a cute little kitty to our initial meeting with the people of Cultivy, said Ted. Ted, we don't take cats to meetings with foreign planets. Now get rid of Mr. Pancake before I grab a plate and some syrup and... I completely understand, Captain Max, interrupted Ted. I'm, I'm thinking Mr. Pancake could use a little nappy poo anyway. And Ted set Mr. Pancake on the ground and the little kitty scampered off back into the ship. Captain Max and her crew then cautiously walked down the long metal ramp sticking out from their ship. Number one had set down just outside a small town. Be on alert, said Captain Max. These townspeople don't know who we are and might think we're the bad guys. We've got to approach calmly and appear peaceful. You know what's peaceful, Captain? asked Ted. What? said Max. Kitties, said Ted. Before Captain Max could reply, a small group of Cultivy citizens approached from the town. They were carrying pitchforks and shovels, apparently to protect themselves, unsure of Captain Max and her crew. Max raised her hands and called out, We are here on matters of peace. We are not the enemy. My name is Captain Max and we're here to help. A woman who appeared to be the leader of the group approached and said, I'm Helene. I'm the leader of this town. Why have you come down to the surface? Did the Plex brothers not attack you? Oh, they attacked all right, said Max. And they're probably readying their robot crews to send them down here to the surface and find and obliterate us. Hopefully we can all work together to ensure that doesn't happen. The Plex brothers have been harassing us for months now. Whenever we send a ship filled with food and goods to sell, they capture it and keep its cargo for themselves. They only give us a small fraction of what it's worth. They're stealing everything from us, and we can't go on like this forever. We don't know what to do, said Helene. Well, it's a good thing we got your emergency beacon, then, said Max. We're going to need to rally all the citizens of Cultivy. 
If we can fight off the Plex Brothers robot army, then they'll probably fly off and leave you alone. That's our best hope. But we are not fighters. We are farmers. We don't even have weapons, said Helene. Yeah, well, maybe that's why you're in this mess, said Max. But anyway, let's meet with all your people and we'll make a plan. Helene led Captain Max and her crew to their little town hall building. She called as many citizens as she could from the neighboring communities and soon the building was packed. Max looked around and saw hundreds of concerned citizens. After months of having all their crops stolen, they looked tired and defeated. Helene addressed the crowd. Citizens of Cultivy, friends and families, I know we are tired and hungry. The Plex brothers have been controlling us for too long. Captain Max and her crew have come to help us. I believe that doing what she says is our only hope of escaping the rule of the Plex brothers. Captain Max, please tell us all your plan. Helene then turned to Max expectantly. The entire town hall was silent. Hundreds of people looked at her, waiting for direction. Well, I wasn't planning on making a speech, but okay, began Max. I know none of you are fighters, and that's all right. We can still do this. Our ship is nearby. We'll use it as a base of operations. There are weapons there we can use to fight off the Plex bots. If we work together, we can beat the Plex brothers out of the system. But we need to act fast. The Plex bots are probably already on planet looking for us, so follow us to our ship and we'll get started. The citizens trusted Helene, and Helene trusted Max. So they had no problem buying into this plan. Everyone followed Max and her crew back to their ship just outside town. The ship was parked in a field near the road. Long landing legs stuck out the bottom of the ship and into the ground. A long metal ramp still led up into the belly of the ship. Max walked to the top of the ramp and turned to address the rest of the people standing below. All right, this ship isn't big enough for all of you, so I'm going to give orders from here, hollered Max for everyone to hear. Our own robot squad will begin to bring down supplies and weapons and we'll show you how to use them and where to go. Over the next few hours, everyone prepared for the attack from the Plex bots. Max stationed some citizens on top of the ship with binoculars to keep lookout. Number one and his robot squad passed out all the laser blasters they had and showed the citizens how to use them. Lala, the ship's engineer, prepped the ship's own laser blasters to fire on the Plex bots once they were sighted and Ted helped some other citizens drag large pieces of wood and prop them against the landing legs of the star cutter to act as cover from the Plex bots. A voice from the top of the ship cried out, We see them! We see them! The Plex bots are coming from the south! And from the north! yelled another lookout. And more coming in from the west! And from the east! Max grumbled. Ah, we're surrounded then. Number one, spread out your bots and have them open fire. Then she used her communicator to call Lala, who was in the ship's engineering section. Lala, stand by with ship's blasters ready. The Plex bots are approaching. You got it, baby, replied Lala. Laser fire began peppering the wooden shields that Ted and some others had put up. Unfortunately, the old wooden planks cracked and shattered after taking just a few blasts. The Plex bots were all black and very clunky. They stomped slowly toward the ship from all sides, shooting their laser blasters with each step. The citizens of Cultivy returned fire, doing their best to aim even though most of them had never used weapons like this before. Number One and the other four robots in Max's bot squad blasted out to the Plex bots with expert aim. 
The Plex bots took laser fire and began to explode, but there were 75 Plex bots marching toward them. Max stood at the top of the ramp surveying the battle. She used her communicator and called to Lala in the ship. All right, Lala, you're going to need to spool up the ship's cannons. Put holes in these Plex bullies, said Max. You got it, baby, replied Lala. A second later, the ship's lights flashed and the loud whir of its engines drowned out the sound of laser fire. The cannons, normally hidden within Max's ship, popped out and began firing loud, bright red laser blasts all around the ship. The star cutter's blasts ripped through the plex spots, and they exploded in a mess of sparks and robot parts. Wow, said Helene. That was intense. Are they all disabled? The scouts on top of the ship continued to scan the fields with their binoculars to make sure the robots were all defeated. The citizens of Cultivy then scavenged all the robot parts they could find that weren't destroyed. They began sorting them into piles right there in the field. You know, began Helene, I think we will be able to put these robots back together and reprogram them. Maybe they could be our new defense against the Plex Brothers. I think that'll work much better than pitchforks and shovels, yeah, said Max. I'll have number one leave some robot manuals and guides so you can get it right. Thank you so much, Captain Max, said Helene. We couldn't have done this without you. Yeah, well, you're welcome, I guess, said Max. I figure the Plex brothers have left orbit by now. They rarely stick around without their robot army. And so Captain Max and her crew blasted off from Cultivy to continue sailing the stars. Thanks for listening, friends. I'm Phil Bechtel. You can find me at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.